The Matt Wyatt Show podcast is made possible by Mississippi Land Bank. Buying or selling, make sure you go there first. Online at mslandbank.com. That's Mississippi Land Bank, where they understand the lay of the land in North Mississippi. Pickens-Jackson. The 50,000 watt sports powerhouse. Streaming live worldwide at the zone 105.9.com. And on your radio. This is it. ESPN 105.9. The zone. WRKS Pickens-Jackson. You better lock the doors, turn up the radio, strap yourself in. Because it's time for the Matt Wyatt Show. The guy who's the color commentator for Mississippi State football and SEC baseball. So yeah, he brings a lot to the game. And he's right here. Right now. Now. Online at the zone1059.com and on your radio at ESPN 105.9 The Zone. What's up? All right. Here we are with you today, live and in person. I'm here. JB's here. Appreciate y'all tuning in. What is up with y'all? The weather. Uh, oh, isn't it great? Oh, my. What does it feel like <laughs> in Jackson? Uh, when I got out of my car, my uh, car temp said 72. You know what? This morning when I took... Uh, Mary Liddy to school. Sometimes I call yeah. her half pint, but you know, around here she's just Liddy. I call her Mary Lou. <laughs> I almost said when I take uh, half pint to school, but when I took Mary Liddy to school, I looked at the dash and it was 67 degrees. So you're talking about you know a little before 8 a.m. But even compared to what we have had with 67 degrees with no humidity, a little breeze blowing. Oh man, it was great. Sat out on my patio this morning. It feels Watch, like football weather, the, doesn't uh, it? It does. It does. It doesn't feel like U.S. Open weather, but I watched a little of that this morning. Did little you? highlights from the games from a uh, game from last night. Mm-hmm. You know, it's that right. time of year, man. It is that time of year. Coming back together. Yeah, it does feel that way, huh? You know, yeah. and we're still. It's still unusual. I saw the list today uh, earlier. Somebody put on Twitter of it's 15, I think, FBS football games that have been postponed now. When you add them all up, I think it's the most recent one this morning was FAU versus, uh, I don't know who they were going to play, but I think FAU had a little outbreak of positive tests. And then, you know, it's it's not so much the positive tests as it is the, the quarantine for teams for contact tracing, meaning groups of people having to sit back because we may have come in contact with it. So that's still not 100% normal. We get it. But, boy, it feels about as normal as it has in a while. And you say coming back, you know, football, you're watching golf. you got the Masters next month. Oh, by, No, two, in two months, by the way. And, you know, weather making us feel like it's about to be a different time of year. So that is it is great. It does feel great. And it feels like high school football. So I got something for you, JB. What's that, big dog? You going to send me some sausage? Oh, well, you know, I uh, probably should. I probably ought to like, do that. I'd like you one of those hats. Oh, hey, speaking of, I'm glad you brought that up. So this has kind of become one of my favorites here from the Mississippi State University Golf Course. It's a throwback mesh, you know, uh, kind of khaki and maroon on the front. And then the, the throwback old Bulldog script. Like back in the 80s, you could buy a lot of hats that said Mississippi State and it said Bulldogs and script. So they went back and recreated it, and I like it. It fits right and everything. Um, so I got the hat from Mississippi State University Golf Course. They are at Hale State GC. But this shirt was sent to me by a buddy of mine up in Huntsville, Alabama, 
who's now getting in the t-shirt business and he's doing different, you know, funny t-shirts for all kinds of different uh, things around the SEC. And for Mississippi State, one of them was this one. He sent it to me and it just says, and it's got a picture of a cowbell on the front of the t-shirt and it says, forcing timeouts since 1940. <laughs> I thought, that is great. Please send me one of those. And so I got it on today for uh, there you go, man. for Maroon Friday. No, I wanted a different backdrop. Something that was a band that made me feel like football. It got the juices flowing. But a, a different backdrop for talking about high school football tonight. And so I went back and I grabbed from one of my favorite movies all time. I went and grabbed a little soundtrack, a little of the soundtrack from Drumline. The Atlanta A&T Time Machine, JB. <laughs> Dr. Lee from A&T. Remember when they did the throwback in the movies? Oh, yeah, yeah. A little nod back I, to the I was 70s. privileged to watch that thing about 174 times. <laughs> Me too. <laughs> Me too. So, high school football around the state of Mississippi tonight. I noticed at Mississippi Gridiron, MississippiGridiron.com, they did picks for their top ten games to watch. And Chris Brooks and Brandon Shields, they don't even differ on any of them except one. That's it. They went and picked those top ten. You can see them there at Mississippi Gridiron. The only one that they picked differently between Chris Brooks and Brandon Shields was uh, the Union at Newton County game. Brooks took Union, Shields took Newton County. But they were the same on all the rest. JB, I didn't. I never have researched this. When they made this movie Drumline, they obviously had a real band playing this stuff, and I wonder which band it was. I don't. I'm not real sure, man. Yeah, I need to look up that. Uh, just kind of Google it or look on IMDb. Uh, Patrick on the country pleasing sauces text line. Speaking of country pleasing, says, "Woo! Finally, some good sports talk radio. We're here." We're here for you, Patrick. What do we got now? Oh, that's the drum line showing up. Okay, so at Mississippi Gridiron, I'm going to go over the list of the games, and JB and I will kind of see what jumps out at us. But, you know, uh, Chris Brooks, Brandon Shields, MississippiGridiron.com, they did a list of ten games to watch this week. Well, today they posted their picks. They are unanimous on West Jones over Pedal. I lied to you. They they have another game they picked differently, and that was Ridgeland at Northwest Rankin. How about this? Ridgeland two and zero at Northwest Rankin tonight. Who is one and one? Brandon Shields picked Ridgeland. Chris Brooks picked Northwest Rankin. It's a homer pick. Is that's that hometown cooking? Yeah, it's home cooking. That's I mean yeah, but I'll be honest with you, he's probably right. You think so? <laughs> Yeah, I'm picking Northwest over Ridgeland. Okay, so you're going to go with Northwest yourself. Well, you know, yep. I mean, it's at Northwest Rankin. Yep. 
And um, and also, but you know, coming off a big win against Clinton last week, Rizzo's coming off a big win. But I just think they, uh, the Cougars got more horses than the Titans. Well, and look, if that's the case, if Brooks really did pick Northwest Rankin because that's who he thinks is going to win the game, it's a pretty brave pick on his part because he knows if I pick Northwest Rankin, everybody's going to just call me a homer. <laughs> it's like when I pick Mississippi State. Ah, he's homer. You know, so he knew he was going to get that. All right, they both picked South Panola over Clarksdale. That's 2-0, and 2-0. and That's at Clarksdale. How would you like to go see that one? That would be great. Uh, Knoxville County at West Point. They both pick West Point. West Point seemed to sort of kind of get their legs underneath them uh, last week. Although they still, you know, they allowed Tupelo to score in that second half and get back in the ball game somewhat. Uh, so we'll see a bit of a rivalry game there. Not uh, Knoxville County doesn't have to go too far. What is that, about a 20-mile ride, bus ride on 45? Yeah. Scott Central at Neshoba Central. They both went with Neshoba, the home team, to go 3-0. and I told you earlier, Union at Newton County, 2-0 and versus 2-0. and Brooks picked Union. Shields, uh, Brandon picked uh, Newton County. Where is Union, JB? Union is uh, in between Meridian and Newton. Okay. All right. So it's right there on I-20, maybe? Yeah. yeah. All right. Uh, Poplarville is at Picayune. Poplarville is 0-2. Picayune is 2-0. and They both picked Picayune, the home team. Picked them to go uh, 3-0. and All right. East Union, the Urchins. Did you know that East Union are the Urchins? Yeah, that's not a really becoming... Nickname. Well, and they're, they're, I think it's not. Unless you're it's, a, like a sea urchin, maybe. Well, I think that's where urchin. it is. I think, I think oh, they're sea urchins, though. I, I don't know. I mean, I know this, JB. Their, their school colors are really cool. They're yeah. a throwback to the old 80s San Diego Padres. They are yellow, like mustard yellow and brown. <laughs> the East Union urchins. They are 2 0. They haven't been playing football that long. Actually, that's got to be a dirt urchin then, man. Because yeah. a sea urchin would be more of a coral yeah. blue or something like that. That's true. And we're not near the ocean. But yeah. I mean, Ole Miss is a land shark, so. Well, you got some old, you got some uh, oceanfront property up there in near Pontotoc, don't you? Etiwamba County. Etiwamba. <laughs> Etiwamba or Etiwamba. <laughs> that's what they say. Etiwamba. They do not say Etiwamba. Here's a hey. On that note, and this is chasing a rabbit at the risk of maybe getting completely off track here. I'm people, good at that. People look at me and think I'm crazy, JB, but I'm telling you the truth. And go to Alabama, you'll hear it for yourself. In Alabama, people who are from there and actually live in this town call it Talladega. Talladega. It is not Talladega. Now, the entire world, the folks on the NASCAR broadcast, and the whole rest of the world says Talladega. But the people there... The people who live there, in that town, in and around there, this side of it, in Birmingham, elsewhere, my whole life growing up, we played games up there. I went to, like, you know, RA camp at Shaco Springs summer camp in Talladega. The whole state says Talladega. I've never heard it pronounced that way. See? You haven't. Even, even from people in Alabama. Well, and here's the thing. I was Rammer listening. Jammer. I thought about this a couple of weeks ago, and I want to say... I was listening to a radio show, so it might have been listening to one of the ones in uh, Birmingham, which I do from time to time. I'll pull it up on my phone. 
And a woman called in and she said, I'm from Talladega. And anyway, and she went over the thing and she said Talladega. And I said, see, I told you, this is what they say. They say Talladega. <laughs> I'm but sorry. It, yeah. I just, I, I can't get into saying it's, it's, it's like I dig Talladega. Well, try, try it one time. Try, just for me one time, try saying Talladega <clears throat> and see how it feels. New, lower, Talladegas. Talladegas. <laughs> Talladega. <laughs> All right. So um, that's East Union at East Webster, who's one and one. They both pick East Webster. The other two, the top ten games they wanted to take a look at. Leak, four and zero oh, at Starkville Academy, two and one. They both pick Leak Academy, and then they both took Brookhaven Academy at Cathedral. That's two four and zero oh teams, but they're both picking uh, uh, Brookhaven. Now, do you say Brookhaven or do you say Brookhaven? Brookhaven. See, I say Brookhaven. But I, I, I've heard a lot of people say Brookhaven. All right, so if you're going to go that way, let me go up north. Do you say South Haven or South Haven? I say I say South Haven. I say the H. All yeah. right, so, but there's not two H's in it. I know. It's, there's but one. Everybody up there says, because I used to say South Haven all the time. They go, no, it's South Haven. South Haven. Okay, South, South Haven. Haven. Like two words. See, and I always say South Haven. I say the H. And I say the H in Brookhaven because there is an H, right? It's Brookhaven. But I've heard people say Brookhaven. One that's hard for me is knowing when to say Ville or Vol. Starkville. (laughs) Starkville, man. Prattville. Russellville. Don't say Russellville. (laughs) But it's Starkville. See what I mean? <clears throat> All right. Carl, who's watching on Facebook, said, where did that shirt come from? It's Look him up on Twitter. It is at... Oh, heck. Hang on a minute. It is... Look him up on Twitter. It's at shirt, S-E-C. At shirt, S-E-C. A uh, friend of mine behind that. Oh, shoot. I'm sorry, JB. Let me pull up the caller. I, I did not... Re- I didn't leave him hanging on too long, did I? He just popped no, up. No, he's, he's been on a couple of minutes. He's, okay. He's, he's good. But he's got a story. Uh, we were talking about the, the urchin. Yeah. And uh, this guy says he's got the story behind that. All right, let's hear it. David, to fill us in on the East Union urchin. What's up, David? Not much. So my dad was in his high school years when Union County consolidated the school district. And so he was there for the first couple of years of East Union High School. And, and you're right. They hadn't been playing football there very long. Right. Uh, this was before the football days. Uh, but they wanted to get a mascot that was alliterative. So East Union EU. Yeah. Okay. And so one of their coaches came up with, back then, they were the Epic Urchins. <laughs> and uh, they dropped the Epic somewhere along the line. But that that's where they wanted something alliterative. And this is a bunch of good old boys in northeast Mississippi. Right. So the the guy who came up with it misunderstood what an urchin was. He thought it was a ferocious seahorse. Right. And so their mascot is, I think it's still in the center court of their basketball court, is a big old seahorse. It sure is. Uh, Absolutely. Yeah. And so a couple years later, they they did a fundraiser, and so they sent out to get a bunch of banners, and they told the people, well, we're the epic urchins. They just put put some urchins on there, um, and they were expecting to get a bunch of banners with seahorses on them, but it was this fuzzy little ball. <laughs> they were like, well, what is this? So they actually went to the library and, and looked it up, and there, there you go. Under you, urchin, it's just this fuzzy little ball that lives in the ocean. 
Yeah. But um, <laughs> that, that's why that's why they're the urchins, and that's why to this day it's the seahorse in the middle of their uh, basketball court. I'm so glad you reminded me of that. I had forgotten. Um, I haven't been to their school in many, many years. I used to go a good bit when I was covering local sports in North Mississippi for a TV station, and I've seen that seahorse a bunch. And am I right, David? I mean, it's on their uniforms, or has been from time to time over the years, too. Oh, yeah, absolutely. The seahorse. <laughs> That's right, the urchins in the sea. <laughs> Better than calling them the fuzzy ball. <laughs> the Come fu- on. The fuzzy little right. ocean balls. Yeah, I mean, yeah. you know. <laughs> We're going to go play the fuzzy ocean balls. Look, and they've, and he's right. So, And, David, I would guess, okay, I, I'm going to be off on the timeline here. But sometime in the last 10 to 15 years, they were going to consolidate a lot of the small schools, not consolidate the schools, but we're going to have one um, combined football team for some of the schools in Union County, like Myrtle, West Union, East Union. They were going to have like a Union County football team where kids from all these different schools would go and practice together on one high school team, right? And I guess... Eventually, East it broke off, and East Union said, "Ah, we're just going to have our own team." Yeah, I think that's what happened. I think a little bit of growth happened. Uh, some of the auto plants and stuff that that wound up happening, and, yeah. and I think just East Union got big enough to have their own team. Yeah, that makes sense. David, thank you for the story. Appreciate you calling. Absolutely. So that's the history. That's right. I'd forgotten to have a seahorse on there, and they're the urchins. <laughs> that's great stuff. That's, that's you know, I think I'd have. To. Go through a little uh, nickname change. You can go through a nickname change. Yeah, I less like it because it's it's identifiable. It's almost like um, I mean, from a branding standpoint, you know, for whatever that's worth for a high school and for teams. Yeah, but how mean is a seahorse? Oh, yeah, not how mean is how mean is a fuzzy ocean ball? Well, did you hear what he said? He yeah. said the guy. Uh, he said ferocious seahorse, and I almost wanted to say, well, that's kind of. I mean, it's that's, a non It's like a jumbo shrimp. <laughs> jumbo shrimp. And say, well, I mean, Minnesota's the gophers. How well, ferocious are they? Well, I don't know, man. I mean, that Oregon gopher, State. That gopher in Caddyshack was pretty bad. <laughs> I mean, Oregon State's the beavers. Yeah. Who's, well, who's afraid I mean, of a beaver? Oh, my God. The beaver that's in here is bad. And he's like a whirling dervish. <laughs> he's like the Tasmanian devil, huh? Yes. That's exactly. how beaver. That's how our beaver comes to work every day. You hear this noise. This, yeah, this whiz. Sounds like a buzzsaw. <laughs> and then the door flings open. Wham! Yeah. <clears throat> and in he comes. <laughs> and the beef. That's old beef. Uh, Patrick, country please in text 885-3776. He says Ridgeland by 14. Ridgeland has two D1 athletes on offense. I think uh, Northwest does as well on offense, so that might be a high, very high-scoring game. I think we got ourselves something to pay attention to here tonight. Yeah. Uh, North, it'll be at Northwest Rankin. I wonder if they do like a live stream or anything. Now, hey, help me out with this. Did if Emma... they do, you'll have to look for Brooks on the sideline in his boot. <laughs> That's right. I, I, be hard. Do they even have boots big enough to go around his calf? That's what I want to know. He had to get two and put them together. <laughs> is is the MRA game still happening? Uh, I have uh, I've got a text into their uh, one of their ads efforting okay. to know that information. Because again, I hate to if it's a rumor, I hate to even utter it because you never know. But something there was some smoke out there somewhere about the possibility of that game either being postponed or moved or something, and so. 
I, the last thing I want to do is, so if you heard me say that, listen, I don't know. I'm just simply trying to find out. And, and if we find out one way or the other, we'll let you know. Uh, all right. Coming up in a couple of minutes, we're going to take a break, come back, and then I'll run down the list of games that are going on tonight. Why not? It's my show. We can do what we want. And I'm interested to see who's where and when and how. Uh, so we'll take a look at all the games that uh, are going on around the state. Let's see. Uh, Decky from Brandon says, Union, north of Newton on Highway 15. All right. Got it. Thank you. Let's see here. Tip says Union is between Newton and Philadelphia on Highway 15. So a little okay, it's a little bit north there. Get on 15, go north a little ways, you run into it. Denzel he pointed us in the right direction as well. And Anthony from Tupelo says nothing sounds meaner than the fighting okra. See, but that's the thing, right? We say fighting okra. <laughs> we say fighting okra, but they are the statesmen. No, no, you know, that's not mean either. I mean, a mascot, what's the purpose of the mascot? You know, if it was about being mean, everybody would be the dragons, you know? Everybody would be the, you know, the T-Rex, <laughs> right? Uh, everybody would be the lions. Speaking of, I'm going to see the lions tonight, the lions of Biggersville, 1A, Little community right on Highway 45 between Booneville and Corinth, Biggersville. If you've ever driven a Corinth on the highway, you went right through there, right by the high school. You go to Biggersville, you know what's sitting there? A barbecue stand, a Dollar General, a water tower, and a high school. And that's it. But they are playing really good football. I'm going to go up there and watch them play tonight. They're hosting Smithville. I think it'll be Smithville's first ball game. So uh, looking forward to it. And Carla, I got your text. I'll read it next, and you just hang on a minute. Just hang tight. (laughs) And we'll get to that in a sec. Just getting started with you here on this Friday in the Farm Bureau studio. Farm Bureau, go with the home team. Stick around. Back with you in the Farm Bureau studio. Farm Bureau Insurance. Go with the home team. They are your home team at Farm Bureau. Local agents, competitive rates, fast, friendly service, that and more. Somebody you can deal with one-on-one, face-to-face. That's what you want, right? Right there in your hometown, in your community. It's the way it should be. It's not the way it is with everything, but it is the way it is with Farm Bureau Insurance. Trust me on that. Can't go wrong. Staying connected to you because of C Spire, the number one network in Mississippi. C Spire, customer inspired. A great Mississippi company. I'm Matt. JB's here. Of course, you're here. That's what's most important. Thanks for tuning in, however and wherever. Text me on the uh, country please and text line 885 3776. Divinity Equipment phone 995 1059. If you need that, um, Again, you didn't quite get it. I'll give it out some more. Again, the phone line, 995-1059. So, JB, somebody called with the details on MRA? 
Yeah, I had a spokesperson from MRA call and give us the details about the next couple of weeks for their football team. Seems that they were supposed to play Philadelphia this evening, mm-hmm. uh, but Philadelphia had has had one player to test positive, so they are quarantining that whole team. Uh, they were supposed to play Bay Springs next week, but they also have the same issue with their football team that Philadelphia has. And so instead of playing Bay Springs next week, uh, MRA has scheduled a football game with Corinth High School for oh. next Friday in a battle between two state championship teams for Corinth's homecoming. Wow. Uh, MRA is defending MAIS Class 6A champions, and yeah. Corinth is defending MHSAA 4A state champions. So Man. That's, uh, that's on the tap for next week, so... Uh, people out there are used to tuning in to MRA football games on Friday nights here at WRKS Zone 105.9. It will not be on tonight. So you'll be able to listen to Fine Bomb all you want. <laughs> yeah. There you go. Well, look, that's great, though. Next week, MRA going to Corinth. That is a lot of fun right there. And potentially could be a lot of fun. You're talking about two really good teams. Um, and, I, and, I, and for MRA, a couple of weeks to get ready for it. Thanks for the details, JB. Add a baby. You bet. And yeah, to whoever, whomever called with those details, thank you. Um, I think he was the uh, he was the player to be named later. That's it. I got you. <laughs> I got you. Tupelo, you know, they initially had a game with Grenada scheduled this week. Um, Grenada canceled it on their end because of COVID, and so then Tupelo scheduled North Panola. That's who was going to come in. Well, then they had to cancel that one. So now Tupelo tonight is hosting West Lauderdale. So the third opponent in one week uh, for Tupelo. Pearl is at Warren Central tonight. Um, Does that mean they're two and zero going into the game tonight? Yeah. It depends on how the forfeits work, <laughs> <laughs> which which I don't know. Carla Danger said it's Friday. Wyatt, where's the boom? Sonic boom. Well, I'll tell you where it is. Right here on my soundboard. Here you go. So, uh, take a look at all the matchups just first, though. I want to get just a couple of texts in here on the country pleasing text line, and I'm going to look at the games with you. First up, yeah, we got the information on MRA. The Sonic Boom. Frankus Del Tankus, I told you I was going to Biggersville. He says my dad was the valedictorian of Biggersville back in 1956. I believe his class size was less than 15 students. I bet it was back then. And then uh, Rhett said he briefly attended UCSBPDC, longest school name ever, University of California at Santa Barbara Palm Desert Campus. <laughs> hey, speaking of Sonic Boom, did they hire? Are they going to hire Deion Sanders or not? There seemed to be conflicting reports yesterday afternoon. You know, my gut feeling is yes, they are going to hire him. But JSU got pretty perturbed that it, it 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 leaked out. Yeah. And so I think they're saying no, he's uh-huh. not even a, uh, a a candidate. And I may be wrong as the day is long. Sure, but, that's what it looks like. Uh, it just seems like to me that it it got out early. Mm-hmm. They got mad, and so now they're not going to say anything. And in fact, they're going to say just the opposite. Yeah. And then come Monday, the twenty first. I think they'll introduce him as their head coach. 
<laughs> yeah, I think you're right. That's just that's just what I'm. Well, thinking. and I saw Ross Dellinger, and again, Ross is covering the whole country college football for Sports Illustrated now. And he used to actually be the beat writer at Jackson State, and he's from here, this area, and knows people there. And he got a statement from somebody within JSU Athletics yesterday afternoon that said, no, he's not one of the candidates. We got three or, or so, but he's not one. And then and he put that out there, and it seemed to throw the brakes on that news. And then right after that, he tweeted, yeah, but I've talked to multiple sources close to the situation. And they say uh, they all say we're hiring Deion Sanders. <laughs> so <laughs> it, it's kind of up in the air. That's the way it looks. All right. High school games. You had one in the state of Mississippi last night. Uh, rivalry up in that Tippa County area. Faulkner went to Walnut. Did you know that Walnut put up 70 points in the first half of that ball game? Sure did. And and I don't know if they just ran the clock or called it off or what. But 70, is that a partial score? Well, it, it <laughs> kind of is because the final score was 70 to nothing. So they oh, put up goodness. Yeah, so they put up 70 <laughs> in the first half, scored zero in the second half. And those rosters can't be very loaded as far as when I say loaded, I'm not talking about talented. I'm talking about numbers of people. Yeah, numbers of players. That's right. Yeah. So they kind of called off the dogs, ran the clock. Um <clears throat> I can't possibly go through every single game, but let me just give it a try here on some of the ones that we need to know. Uh, these are these are tonight's games. Do I have this right? Yeah, tonight's games. Aberdeen goes to New Hope. They're coming off the loss to Amory. You've got Amory at Ripley. These are North Mississippi here. Uh, the previous mentioned South Avon is hosting Bartlett, Tennessee, a good team up there, three and one team from Tennessee. Uh, Calhoun City looking for the first win. They are at Water Valley. Tough, tough task. There, Water Valley at home, 1-0. <clears throat> um, <clears throat> closer to here, Columbia at Lawrence County tonight. You got Co- Choctaw County at Kosciuszko. You got Jefferson County hosting East Marion. East Union, we, as we mentioned, is at East Webster. That's a big ball game. Two good teams. Enterprise, Enterprise Clark is at Clark Dale. Enterprise Lincoln is at St. Patrick. Here you go. Florence is at Forest, or as Chicken Hawk likes to say, Farst. 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 Germantown at Terry. Germantown, that 2-0 record. Trying to get to 3-0 before they go to Warren Central next week. I'm going to try to go to that one next week in Vicksburg. Uh, Vardaman looking for the first win. Hosting Hamilton tonight at North Mississippi. Hazelhurst is at Wesson. Hernando is at New Albany. I think that Hattiesburg-Jeff Davis County game is going to be pretty hot. I must have missed. Yeah, I missed that one. Here it is. Hattiesburg. Yeah. Yeah, they go to uh, Jeff Davis County, formerly well, they're Bassfield. Playing, they're playing at Pearl River Community College. Very cool. That'd be fun. They got yeah. a great facility there. Yeah. I mean, they really do. Uh, let's see. Let me scroll down. Houston is at Pontotoc. That's two one and ones right there. Two competitive teams. Houston with a first year head coach. Pontotoc under Jeff Carter. Humphreys County at Crystal Springs. Crystal Springs off to a two and zero start. North Pontotoc two and zero hosting Independence. Uh, Kemper County goes to Yapora. Yapora atmosphere for their games. Are they, I think they're still 2A, the Yapora Eagles. Um, they have a really neat place. Oh, I thought you said they had a Yapora atmosphere. <laughs> they have a very uh, not Yapora atmosphere. It's very good. There you, go. <clears throat> you know, people right up on the fence and cooking and eating and everything. It's great. Uh, Corinth hosting Kasuth. That's two teams really close to each other right there. Kasuth has uh, their their colors are a lot like Texas, and I think they even have the white helmets with the little. Well, maybe they're maybe they have the Longhorn, but maybe their colors are maroon and white. But anyway, 
Corinth, they don't have to go very far at all, maybe like five miles, and they're going to play Corinth tonight. Lafayette County coming off the loss to Oxford. They go to Morville, here close to Tupelo. Lake is at Pelahatchie. Velma Jackson playing her first ball game, hosting Leak Central tonight. Leak County goes to Lumberton. North Mississippi got Louisville at Shannon. Ethel hosting Lloyd Star. Madison Central at Brandon. Madison Central 2-0, Brandon 0-2. I don't think that'll be a pretty good sight. Yeah, Brandon looking for a way to try to get off the mat somehow. But uh, they're going to have their hands full tonight. That might be got, an understatement. They've got a 700-pound gorilla coming at them. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah, don't go in there with a the, with the pop gun. All right, uh, here he is. The real JB is going to take Madison St. Joe to West Lincoln. Tonight, two one and one teams. Mentachi is at Hatley. McAdams goes to Sebastopol. Uh, McLaurin is at Morton. Yet Taylorsville hosting Mendenhall. Meridian at Starkville. Meridian zero and two. Starkville two and zero. Meridian. They they also have to go up against that yeah. elephant. That'll be uh, they'll be zero and three after tonight. Mize playing his first ball game. They go to St Andrews. Mount Olive is at Resurrection. North Pike at Pass Christian. Oklahoma hosting Noxipater. Noxipater, I don't even know her. West Point <laughs> hosting Noxipater County. You got Olive Branch at Cleveland Central. Pascagoula on the coast. They go to Ocean Springs. The Greyhounds of Ocean Springs are off to a 2 0 start. 2 0 Warren Central hosting Pearl 0 2. Pedal at West Jones. Bring that on. 2 0 versus 2 0. Right there in that part of the state. Raymond is at Newton. Ridgeland at Northwest Rankin. We saw those picks. A man, JB, thinks Northwest Rankin will get it done, he said. South Panola at Clarksdale. That's a big one, too. Two and O's. Big time matchup there. Uh, what else? Tyler Town is at South Pike. Vicksburg on the road at Natchez. Some of the, Somebody will get their first win in that one. Vicksburg 0-2, Natchez 0-1. Wayne County at Laurel. Yazoo County at Winona. That's public school. All right. Head-to-head matchup in college ball coming up next. Stick around. Coming up, coming up, coming up. In just a bit. I'm going to let you hear something that Coach Ed Ogeron said that was kind of eye-opening. This was yesterday. He had a media opportunity. It's neat. I mean, all these schools, you know, they don't have reporters and people going in there and face-to-face asking questions of the um, coaches like they always do. Now it's all via Zoom, online and stuff. But all the schools make that available and put that stuff out there so you can go back and hear what they said and and, and kind of think about it. And something that he said really jumped out at me. It's about his defense at LSU. Uh, this defense at LSU compared to that defense they had last year that won a national championship. So I'll let you hear that coming up. Also, a few things from Mike Leach. He met with the media last night. There were a few things that Mike Leach said that kind of jumped out at me. First, whether or not they have some... COVID positives on the team and, and all that. So we'll address all that. I won't. They will via their sound bites, and I'm going to play for you coming up, and then we can discuss it, me and you. 
Uh, also, we'll look at uh, NFL games on the weekend, just kind of when and where and how. And you're going to have to wait till Monday to watch the Saints, JB. So one more day of waiting on that to see if, uh, if who that nation is going to go two and zero to start the year. And then we'll also take a look at the the college schedule. Some of that coming up in just a minute because I'm going to jump into a head-to-head matchup preview with you. Uh, so that'll be coming up. First, though, here on the Country Pleasing text line. Told you I'd give you the number again if you needed it. Country Pleasing Sausage on grocery store shelves throughout the southeast. Walk up in there and say, Country Pleasing, please, and they know exactly what you mean. And they're not surprised because you're not the only one asking for it. I can promise you that. Also, if you ever get a chance, you really should hop into the uh, the butcher shop there at Country Meat Packers on Highway 49 in Florence. Yeah, go check them out if you get a chance. All right, Country Pleasing text line, 885-3776. 885-3776. Hogjow texted the show and said, I'm curious and would like your opinion about Leach at State. At Washington State, his record was barely 500. He had four winning seasons and four losing seasons with much less competition than in the SEC. My question is this. Do you think the state fans will accept a record that likely will not be as good as his record while at Washington State? No, I don't think they will accept it. I, you know, that because I, whether, you know, if, if you were to go cynical, Hogjow, to say, you know, they're spoiled, we're spoiled as state fans, maybe you could say that. But also, I just think realistically, um, with where they are and the way the schedule is going forward, that to go, well, putting up with half of your time there being losing seasons. You know, a losing season meaning overall we're we're five wins, right? I just don't think that will fly um, because it doesn't have to. You know, you just, um, if you're one of 14, you know this at Arkansas, if you're one of 14 schools in the SEC, you, you know, outside of Vanderbilt, there are really 13 football-playing schools in the SEC, and they all have enough money. All the budgets are big enough, and I know that it's going to be a little different for the next few years because of what we're going through this year. But did you just say outside of Vanderbilt? Yes. Okay, I was just confirming. I said other than Vanderbilt, there are 13 football playing schools in the conference, and 13 schools with big <laughs> fan bases and big revenue, and and can afford to pay buyouts and change coaches and get a new direction as soon as they need to. Hogjaw. So I think ultimately no, and he knows that. You know, you, they're not, no school in the SEC is going to, what, state change coaches after two years? What, Arkansas changed after a couple of years? Who else? <laughs> I mean, they just. Southern changed after one once. That's true. And hey, rightfully so. Um, so no, I think to answer your question, if that were to happen at state, um, you know, if you just go out there and repeat what it is at Washington State. You know, I don't know. It's a little bit of a different animal up there. Uh, it is. Um, it's even a little different animal what he's taken over here versus what he took over at Texas Tech. I don't know what the record was at Texas Tech. I know they had a lot of success there in the middle of it. You know, got up there, had a couple of magical seasons with magical players, Graham Harrell and Crabtree, and they beat Texas and were ranked number two or maybe even number one at one point. I don't know. They won a bunch of games there, but. 
you know, recruiting in Texas. And so recruiting in Texas, recruiting in Mississippi and the surrounding area is a lot different than recruiting to Pullman, Washington, frankly. And, and two, uh, I think that it is true. You, you got know. better players here, man. Well, he, he does. Well, and, you know, I, I, yeah. You got, you got more players to do more with. You do. You probably had to recruit to Pullman. You do, but in the, you know, to Hog Jow's point, in the SEC, you're playing better, against better players every week in the SEC, too. But it is true. I mean, he did say that recently in an interview. And, you know, Leach is not one who BSs anybody mm-hmm. on He's the answer. He's not sugarcoated. And, and they were asking about differences here versus taking over at some of those previous two jobs where he was head coach. And he said, well, one thing is I got better players here than when we took over at those other places and, and more of them. But you are. You're competing in the SEC. You know, it's different. You you don't play week after week after week out there in the Pac-12 or in the Big 12 back then what it is here. I mean, LSU one week, A&M the next, Alabama, Auburn, Arkansas, and then you get Ole Miss, and then you're going to mix in a Georgia. (laughs) I mean, whew. I mean, there's no rest for the weary. So you're saying you're hoping for Vanderbilt one week? Well, they got them on schedule. Let's see if I make their bulletin board, you know, after what I said. But I think it's true. Flowtown Ghosts on the Country Pleasing Text said MRA and Jackson Prep need to play this week. Both had games canceled. But they're scheduled for October 16th, and that's where it is in the schedule. So they're already going to play each other. Yeah, they could go ahead and do it now and get it in, I guess, as opposed to something popping up later, Flowtown and keeping them from being able to do it but it seems to me i mean that's such a big game that um i don't know they probably don't want to mess with it unless they absolutely have to jason in flagstaff says yep kasuth looks like a confused texan maroon and white but they have the longhorn i knew the longhorn was in there somewhere and so i as i remember they have the white helmets with the longhorn emblem on the side of it Unnamed texter reminded me, said, Matt, you also have the Pisgah Dragons going to Richland tonight. The Pisgah Dragons. They'll be at Richland. Hashtag breathe fire, Dragons. Is that it? You know, UAB is the Blazers. Have you all ever seen the logo on the side of the UAB helmet? It's a blazing dragon. Right. Do you like it? I'm not real fond of dragons. (laughs) Not real fond of it. Uh, White Denzel. I was tormented by them as a child. Yeah. White Denzel says, fun fact of the day, since 2000, Purdue has more wins over Ohio State than Michigan. (laughs) Whoa. Since 2000, Purdue has five wins in 13 games over Ohio State. Michigan has three. Buddy, if you don't think there is something to the idea of putting emphasis on one game or the other, <laughs> then uh, then you absolutely have another think coming, don't you? I would imagine Ohio State looks at Purdue very similarly to the way Alabama looks at Vanderbilt. Yeah, I would think so. But doggone. Five wins in 13 games for Purdue over Ohio State since 2000. That is amazing to me. Yeah. Absolutely amazing to me. That's what you call too many Boilermakers. (laughs) 
How about that? The Boilermakers, they're cool now. Remember when they had Joe Tiller as their head coach and he had the big mustache? <laughs> I mean, and Drew Brees is quarterback and they're running an air raid offense. I mean, you know, that was fantastic. Okay, listen, um, I don't have time to get it in right now, so we'll come back. We'll start hour two with a preview of the college weekend, and then we'll do the head-to-head matchup preview. Brought to you by Matt Anderson with National Land Realty. This one will be, this is going to be interesting. It'll be two teams from the AAC that have played each other a grand total of 24 times, most of them recently, most of them since about 1990. They played each other a bunch. And and one team has 12 wins in the series, and the other one has 11. And it's really tight. I think you'll find it interesting. So we'll jump into that preview coming up. And like I said, give you an opportunity to kind of hear what uh, I was talking about Coach O said about his defense that uh, kind of jumped out at me. One of those statements where you hear it, and if you're not careful, you skip over it, but you hear it and you go, whoa, 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 hold on. Did he say what I think he just said about his defense this year compared to his defense last year? Yeah, so we'll get to that. All right, so it's a Friday, a football Friday. Yes, sir. I'm going to go out there under the lights tonight, put on a little bug spray, watch a little high school football. I'm going to go to a 1A high school football game. And I am excited about it, genuinely. All right, he's JB. I'm Matt. We're in the Farm Bureau studio, Farm Bureau Insurance. Go with the home team. Hour two coming up. Stick around.